The following content is not suitable for children. Pretty big deal, Lori. Episode 400. 400. Oh. Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fowler, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. So excited. Lori, another in-person training, Philadelphia, unleashing oh. the power of sex and EFT for therapists. October 4th and October 5th. This is one of our favorite trainings to do. It's such a need out there to empower therapists to keep their focus better in session and know how to help couples facilitate these bonding conversation through sex. Most of us don't grow up in families talking about this stuff. So get some of the tools that you need. Have some fun. Engage with other therapists. It's great to be back in person. Oh, yes. It is so great to be in person. We had so much fun in our last in-person training. I mean, people actually laugh at our jokes. And you know, I got to say, some of what we're doing, I think it's pretty cutting edge. We're, we're working on stage one and stage two. For those of you who are therapists in EFT, you'll get what we're talking about. But even if you're not an EFT therapist, there's a lot here that you can learn about how to talk with couples about sex and how to become more expert at it. And if you're a listener and you do have a therapist and your therapist doesn't know about EFT, tell them, you know what, I think you should check this training out. Mm -hmm. I guarantee they're gonna, they'll are gonna they come out of that training with some new tools, which is, that's what we're in the business of, right? Creating change with new tools. Yes. So come join us in October in Philadelphia. Well, I've been doing the podcast for 400 episodes, and gee, you've been with me for at least half of that. Can you believe we have been doing this for almost four years together? This is really your moment in the sun here. This has been your little baby, your little project. I mean, 400 episodes, that's a, that's a legacy. That's a body of work that people can't deny. That is a long time of talking about this topic, and, and it's just your passion for helping people and you know getting good information out there so bravo to you laurie watson dr laurie watson <laughs> call me doctor baby <laughs> call you doctor baby <laughs> it's been an amazing journey i i you know I'll, I'll tell the story of how it happened i used to be on sort of shock jock radio and they offered me this slot to do my own thing for a half an hour and it was going to be right before the UNC Chapel Hill football and basketball games. And so my husband and I were dreaming it up, and it's like, you know, right before the game, foreplay, you know. And so that was how the name happened. And and then we recorded it, and it, it was a deal. They said I could do anything I wanted. And, and then they listened to a couple episodes, and they're like, no, 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 no. It's too sexual. We cannot possibly publish this, you know. Parents are going to be bringing their kids to the game. They're not going to want to be listening to this sexy stuff. So they, they took it back. Hey, Mom, what is the cheese spot? Can you tell me? <laughs> so they took it back, and I was so mad. I'm like, ah, oh, just forget it. I'm going to podcast. And I had no idea, you know, that it would grow this big or people would want to listen. I knew that some of the things I said that felt pretty common sense to me you know, people when I was lecturing and stuff like that at schools and all that, they were like, oh, man, never heard this. So I thought, well, 
you know, maybe I'll do a few episodes and get it out there and see what people think. And I just, I guess I kept doing it. And, and now you and I working together has been very exciting. And I've learned a lot as well from you, especially the integration of sex and emotional cycles. And you've brought so much energy to the podcast. I really appreciate you as well. Well, North Carolina's radio station's loss is the world's game. <laughs> so, so true. So true. Good example of resilience and something redemptive happening from a rejection. Yep. Right. But <laughs> 400, it's just, it's nice to just take a moment to, to applaud, you know, you and kind of, and we both believe this is just the start, right? It's just a foundation that's pretty solid. It's based on lots of research and, and practical experience. And, you know, you build something on a good foundation, you could go pretty high. So that's our hope here. Yep. And we thought to celebrate, we would do something really sexy and talk about Ooh. some sexual technique today. And so we, we're really taking this from some research that was done by um, Yale and IU. Indiana University. Yes, Indiana University. And it was a big research and kind of like some, some things that really work for people sexually, especially for women. But I thought that I would also add a special sexy technique that would nice. please a man. <laughs> well, we're big on research. We're big on science. And this is actually the largest ever study on women's pleasure so what what better way to celebrate 400 than talking about the clitoris and <laughs> celebrating that but the i think the research is with dr christina von hippel and dr devon hensel so this is uh, a lot of stuff based on their research you know basically they're talking about a, a good way to warm up a woman and i think that i hear this a lot from women that you know, the men know they have to, their male partners know they have to touch their clitoris. So why not start touching their clitoris? Makes it's so not like a joystick. You just got to go as fast as possible <laughs> when it's not touching it. Exactly. That's what men think. It's like, I want you to take the underwear off. It's like, that's not what it's supposed to be. All right. We're going to do a video clip on that for sure. That's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, because the clitoris doesn't feel so good when it's unaroused. And so how do you get a woman's vulva aroused? And they talk about broadening. That's their term that they use. And I broadening? love it. Broadening? Just make sure. Broadening. broadening. Okay. Okay. You know, and I love anything that gives us language for sexual technique. And I do think that they have done that. And Oh My God, Yes is kind of the sponsor of this. So y you can definitely get to them. Oh my God, yes.com. But use our code foreplay because they've been a sponsor and will be a sponsor again for us. And so if you mm -hmm. want to check this out, that would be great. But broadening is basically using the palm of your hand to warm up the vulva. So not going in with your fingers to her clitoris, but just kind of using a gentle whole hand method. I also think kind of the back of your hand, you know, rubbing the back of your hand over her vulva. It's kind of a teasing move, and that sort of signals her like, ooh, okay, that's getting ready for that. And um, But it, it's something that 
kind of brings her awareness to her vulva without it being too invasive or maybe when she's not quite ready for such a direct touch. So men listening, resist the rapid firing away that I think a lot of us have been taught to do. <laughs> exactly. Brought so this is, this is a way to warm up and just to start and good technique. Probably anything that is coming close to the vulva, inner thighs, touching, and and then actually palming the vulva is a, is a good move for the beginning. And also above the clitoris, right? What do they call that region, Laurie? Right, the mons pubis. The mons pubis. Can't even pronounce it. The mons pubis. But even pubis. putting pressure there. I mean, a lot of this broadening is just trying to expand the field, not just zone right in on that clitoris. So there's a whole lot going on there that's kind of wanting touch and pressure and teasing and playing and all of that is kind of, hopefully you've had a lot of foreplay before that too, but that's all this kind of warming up that's going to make for a much more successful encounter. Right. So broadening, it does kind of stimulate the vulva and the clitoris, but it doesn't, it's not so direct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then getting to the clitoris. And certainly there's lots of patterns that women like. If you are a woman, please show the guy kind of what you do like or at least describe it to him or maybe you like different things. And I think men should have fun trying to discover on their own too and maybe listening to the moans and sensitivity and feedback that they get and you know, but she kind of knows her pattern, and many right. women learn their patterns through masturbation, so they, they kind of know what works. Right. But orbiting is basically kind of a circle around the clitoris with fingers. Also, I suppose you could orbit as well in oral sex using the mm-hmm. tongue to circle the clitoris. Sometimes Circling like, versus going up and down. Yeah, circling going because going up and down – Like, what's the difference? Going up and down, you're going to stroke the underside of the clitoris, which is where the glands is. And that could be really, really great for some people because, you know, that's super, that is the most stimulating kind of place is the very glands, that little P part of the clitoris. But circling, you would only touch it occasionally, and it would be more like mushing the surrounding tissue. So it wouldn't be quite as direct. So I, I think a lot of women like that. I, I talked to lots of women about this. This is probably the favorite touch that they use for themselves, kind of the favorite touch that they want their men to do. And not saying that up and down is out of the picture, but maybe as you get more aroused, greater arousal in some ways causes both less arousal and more arousal. I, I know that doesn't make sense, but it's like you you want more direct touch. So maybe mm-hmm. up and down becomes better after you're sort of higher in arousal. Is that God's funny sense of humor to kind of create the clitoris and surround it with all these hoods and different things that like different times, it needs different touch. You know, so this, this is why a lot of men, if they don't listen or they don't get some kind of education right there's some feedback it's hard to know they don't have a clitoris and a penis seems so much easier like you touch it here and it, you know this is a different dif- different instrument we're talking about here i mean i i do feel for men because it's 
It is so complicated. It's like complicated by time, by her cycle, by her mood, you know, time in the month, your estrogen can change your sensitivity of your clitoris. I mean, menopause can change the sensitivity of your clitoris. It's it's hard for you. I, I think the idea is really good communication. And if a man can say, you know, I don't know, I don't have to know, but I do need you to tell me and not feel bad when maybe the same thing he did two nights ago doesn't work anymore. It's like, it's not his fault. You know, yeah. she, ha she had more salt. She had MSG. She had Chinese food and it just doesn't feel good anymore. Um, but how, how much, how much ahead of the game are you going to be as a partner, as a male partner that, you know, I know a direct hit to the clitoris is different than going up and down or doing orbiting or starting off with a broadening. Like these are all techniques that are just going to fine tune like your ability to attune and to read your partner. Yeah. I mean, if you have no idea where the hood is or kind of where the clitoris is and you're just going down there just like a joystick going as fast as possible, chances are you're not going to have as much success. So again, these women's studies made by women are going to be the experts on kind of helping us men become better at understanding your bodies. Right. And I, I heard a male client talk about what he did to a woman. And he was saying, you know, I, um, I touch her, I stroke her, and then I go really where it really counts, right into, I put my fingers right into her vagina. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, that could feel really good, but I mean, he just clearly didn't know that the, the most sensitive place was the clitoris. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and some women, again, that orbiting might not be, might be more like moving the tissue gently versus friction. So mm -hmm. it's almost like pressure plus movement versus gliding over it, you know. And, and I would really, really say please use a lubricant or use maybe a little bit of oral sex first or something so that mm -hmm. she's not dry. And, and a vulva is not completely dry, so maybe men don't know what that means. But yeah. A little bit more moisture and so that there's enough that she's not going to, it's not going to feel rough to her would be helpful. All right. We're inviting you all to think about different pressures and textures and tickling versus firm and there's different locations. There's actually a lot of cool stuff to be doing down here. So let's come back and <laughs> get the next two. Okay. Hey, Foreplay fam, we are excited to have Oh My God Yes as one of our sponsors again. Welcome back. That's omgyes.com. And what is this? Basically, in partnership with Kinsey Institute researchers, they asked tens of thousands of women, George, what made pleasure better by themselves and with their partners. Now, this is so great. We're, I'm starting to see all over the internet this popping up. The message is being spread. You know, men, learn how to touch your women. Learn yeah. where in the clitoris and how to do it. I mean, this is amazing, really, stuff. It is. There's patterns of what women like. And that's what they've organized with good techniques. They have super honest videos that are definitely erotic and explicit. There's animations, which are really fun. You can kind of practice. And there's how-tos. 
you know, many people think, well, I've got techniques that work for me, but there's always more to explore. So we encourage you to use Oh My God Yes a lot. It really does feel like you can learn from women who are very honest. It's an artfully done website. It is explicit, but I think it really shows something that is vulnerable without blushing and without shame where women talk about and they do show techniques that are really important to pleasure. And it's a fantastic way to start a conversation, right? That's usually the hardest step for most couples and here you are, you got something that's going to launch you right into a conversation. Absolutely. Go to omgyes.com slash foreplay for our special discount. That's omgyes.com slash foreplay. Oh my God, yes. Woo! Cozy Earth. A fan favorite. Here we go. Going to bed, laying there in luxury. (laughs) It is. It feels so good on your body. These sheets are sourced from viscose, which is made from bamboo. And they come with a 10-year warranty. And I got to say, they are warm when you need them to be warm. And they are soft and cool in this hot summer. I have put Cozy Earth, as I've told you, on my beds, every bed in the house. So when guests come, they're sleeping on Cozy Earth because it is the softest material I have ever felt. So join me and buy Cozy Earth sheets for all your beds. It is a beautiful product. And I think it's like take your clothes off beautiful. It is. You just got to feel it against your skin. It's so soft. Got to love that. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer to our listeners. Up to 35% off site-wide today if you use the code foreplay. That's CozyEarth.com. Find it for bedding and loungewear and just feeling really elegant and good when you go to bed. Uber Lube. It's a luxury lubricant. Can you say that three times fast? Uber Lube Luxury Lubricant. You know, basically it's pure silicone bliss. It is made from superior ingredients. It has skin soothing vitamin E and it goes on just like natural moisture and it lasts a long time. There's no drip. Their glass bottles are truly beautiful. You can leave them on your bedstand. I do. No problem. Nobody notices. And it's basically like this thin, slippery silicone formulation. It reduces friction, which is great, but it doesn't reduce sensation and it stays slippery long enough for lasting pleasure. They have travel-friendly toughened glass bottles. You can slip it in your gym bag. You can slip it in your purse. You can be ready whenever. Try UberLube, the silicone lubricant at uberlube.com. Use the code foreplay for 10% off. Really, it is the best lubricant on the market. We are doing a couples retreat on September 8th. We're only doing one this year because our training schedule is getting crazy, but we would love to invite you to our couples retreat. It's by Zoom and you can find it on our website, foreplaysextherapy.com. All right, Lori, one of your favorite topics, (laughs) not a secret, at number three on this list is the G-regions. Oh, is this really my favorite topic? Interesting. The the G spot, yeah, I, you know, ooh, ooh, the G spot. <laughs> I think you know the G spot is a super sexy spot. That's probably true, and pressure there, especially when it's combined with other kinds of stimulation. It could be clitoral stimulation or anal stimulation or something. A lot of women say, you know, that is 
super hot because it's it's a part of the vagina. It's kind of the upper top wall of the vagina. So again, if she's lying on her back and it's about a man's finger length into her vagina, you kind of pass over the pelvic bones and then there's this soft roof. And most women like that stimulated with a come hither motion. So it's kind of a gentle but firm touch. You know, you don't want to like be too hard and you also don't want to be too feathery, too tickly because it it's it's nerve endings. It's actually the underside of the clitoris is what it is. But it's right below the bladder. You want to make sure your nails are trimmed too, right? Oh, thank you, George. Thank you. Yes. Yes, having nails trimmed very good idea for sure. All right. Yeah. But it's penetration and you know, some women that's like a mind-blowing experience because they're often getting stimulation in two ways, clitoral stimulation, G-spot. And I think what happens as a woman is that what makes it mind-blowing is you can't figure out what's happening. It's like it all just feels good, but it's so confusing about what's happening. You kind of just give over to the pleasure. And, and that giving over is a surrender and feels really really good nice yeah and i was liking when you're describing the g-spot is really the the back end of the clitoris right so it makes sense that if the clitoris is being kind of stimulated in two different locations right and you're not really sure which one is both being turned on and i mean that's just a more powerful engaging encounter yes yes and i think you know, she could. Why don't we have G spots? You men. do. You have a P spot, even <laughs> even more, even more erotic than a G, than a G spot is. What I hear, of course, I have not been in a man's body, but that's what I hear. What the hell's a P spot? <clears throat> the prostate gland. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we, we we won't talk about that this time. Yeah. We're not going to take the attention away from the we women's body parts here so let's keep going we got okay. this g-spot what else you got for us in a g-spot okay so framing is basically it's don't come it's like extending and prolonging foreplay not making it about how fast can you reach orgasm i th i do think and i've said this so many times if a man says you know take your time it's like that he's there all day wants to give you pleasure it's almost like you would come more quickly because all that pressure is lifted. And when the pressure is lifted, which prevents you from gaining arousal, you know, then then your body just wants to. And mm. don't come is another game I always recommend in terms of, you know, if she's having trouble, it's like, okay, well, this is just, we'll see if it's your night or not, but I just want to touch you and see if you enjoy it. It's like, don't think about coming. And when you say to somebody, don't come, it's like the brakes are off. And we know that, right, we can have good gas pedals, that we know how to have pleasure, but sometimes those brakes, when we think, when we tell ourselves, oh, I'm taking so long, he's getting bored, what's wrong with me, you know, he's got an erection, we got to get to intercourse, all those thoughts put the brakes on your own arousal. But if it's like, hey, just let's just make this about pleasure or don't come tonight or I'll see if you can come tonight or whatever, that 
takes the brakes off. And so this is kind of framing it as it's nice. about pleasure. A little reverse psychology, right? You know Don't what? worry I, about your orgasm. Actually, I want you to kind of delay your orgasm. All of a sudden, that starts to speed everything up. I mean, I, I tell women this about men, too. Like, if he's having trouble... You know, he's thrusting inside you and say, oh, oh, wait, don't don't come yet. And it's like automatic. You know, he just he just gets there, takes the brakes off. Well, I want to mention quickly, though, some of the the outcome of the study that I think is pretty dramatic. So this is the biggest study on female orgasm to date and just getting people, partners, more intentional thinking about it, experimenting with it. Look at these numbers, Laurie. 95% of participants experience some kind of new form of pleasure that they didn't have before they started. Yeah. 89% of participants experience better sex, more enjoyable sex. 81% of participants discovered new ways to talk to their partner about what they like. Hello, that's, I mean, that's what we're talking about here, <laughs> being able to communicate more effectively, right? Having something like this, any kind of program that's just trying to get you to be more intentional before you know it, you're talking about things you never talked about. You know what? I don't like up and down. I like a little bit of orbited and great information for your partner. You're more engaged. Your partner feels more confident. Boom. The sex is better. Woo. And I, I like love that, it. I like that you're like using the terms. You know, yeah. I mean, I think so many people don't say that, right? They say, oh, you know, I just like it down there. I just like whatever you do, whatever you touch. They're not saying the type of touch that they like. And suddenly, as you say it, it's like we all know what you're talking about. That, yeah. to me, is explicit sexual language that is so great in terms of helping people with technique and helping them with pleasure. So should I tell them one more thing? Do I have time to tell yes, them one more thing? Yes, you do. Okay, good. So, this is um, the bonus material because it's our 400th material, episode. I, I came across this on Instagram and I thought, oh, I didn't know that it had a name. But, you know, when a woman squeezes a man's penis when he's having intercourse with her and squeezes his penis with her vagina, it's actually called pompère. Pompère. So, pompère. It's a French word. So I, I think French <laughs> coming up with all these <laughs> sexual <laughs> terms. Avec moi. So they're like squeezing with their Kegel muscles to try yes. to yes, okay. squeezing with their Kegel muscles to just increase sort of a, a pulsing or a long squeeze. I mean, you can probably do it different ways, but men can feel that, and it can kind of make intercourse something new and sexy and exciting. Or if they squeeze so hard, it locks. And then they don't let go. Would that be a problem? This is George's castration anxiety coming out. It's coming out. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I don't think we could squeeze that hard. I don't think any woman has quite those that ability. But just to give fair play, um, maybe there's a technique here that men could really enjoy and pompere. So you could ask pompere. your you could ask your partner, would you do the pompere technique on me? <laughs> More words. I love More as Lori words. says, just explicit. We hear explicit sexual language and where they get all these curse words. But think about these words, framing, broadening, right? Circling. These are all 
circling, mm-hmm. you know, that what a great way to just get clearer about what you like and what turns you on. And, and like you said, what worked yesterday is not going to work tomorrow. We're all in different places and need different things. That's why the communication is critical. And I love how this research emphasizes that. When you give people more words, guess what? They can communicate more effectively with their partner. That is the mission of this podcast is to empower people to have more words. We all get it's awkward and it's, you know, we don't know what to say. It's the silence that takes over in bedrooms. That's what kills sex, right? It's when people can communicate, beautiful things happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so just celebrate with us our 400th episode. Please share with people. You don't have to post it on social media, but maybe you could send it to a few friends that, you know, would like to improve their sex life and would like to know how to talk about it. The the number one feedback we get is that we are now talking about sex in ways that we never thought was possible. You guys have made it so natural so easy to talk about. And now we have a model for how to talk about it. So that that to me is high praise. I appreciate those kinds of letters so much, really do. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that we you've been listening for 400 episodes. Wow. You know, it's a lot of miles on the, uh, the Treadmaster or whatever, <laughs> the <laughs> ways people listen to their podcasts. But we, we are both incredibly grateful. And, you know, it is... It's the feedback that we get that keeps encouraging us to do more, to get clearer, to find new words and different studies, you know, because we hope by episode 800 or 1,000, you know, there's just more out there for all of us to use because we all deserve, you know, we're on this planet. We got this one space of time. You might as well make it the best sex and connection that you have. Yes. Celebrate with us. Please give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify as well will help us. And we just thank you. Thanks for listening. Keep it hot, y'all. I would love to invite you. This is women only. But we are having a retreat in Asheville on November 10th through the 12th. And it's going to be a slumber party. And so we're going to like all stay together in the same cabin. It's a beautiful space and we're going to have meals brought in and made and and we know who the chef is and so it's going to be wonderful. Maybe drink a little bit of wine if you'd like to and we have kind of some talks and time to work together on your sexuality. So the whole goal of this women's sexuality retreat, the slumber party, is to basically enhance and develop yourself, your erotic self inside. So we're going to be talking about anatomy and physiology and sexual attachment. We're going to talk through blocks, you know, what stops us? What are the breaks against our sexual expression? And then what are our gas pedals? What are our turn-ons? How do we open up more sexually, like with enhanced sexual pleasure? And we're going to talk about orgasms and role play and using toys and fantasies and some stuff. And each night we're going to have a pajama party where we just relax and sit around and talk on the deck and hang out together. And and then on Sunday morning, we're going to set our focus and have concrete steps toward sexual engagement with our partners. Sounds pretty awesome, Lori. And all the men, don't worry about it. Maybe we'll have like a Spartan camp out somewhere, have a couple (laughs) beers and, you know, we'll do our own version of that someday. (laughs) 
That would be great. So love to invite you. I will post it on foreplaysextherapy.com under resources, and there will be the retreat, the scheduling events, and you can link and figure out if you can make it with us on November 10th through the 12th in Asheville. Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.